Welcome back to my podcast. Uh, This week's episode is number three, and it's entitled Faith and Miracles. Uh, This podcast is not for me to complain about the things which I have gone through. The reason for sharing these things with you is in the hope that it might touch the lives of anyone who has gone through or is going through or who will go through rough times in their lives. Now, that includes most of us, doesn't it? Whether it be my family or anyone else listening who needs to be reminded of what is really important in this life, please let me continue by telling you about two very important people who taught me not to complain, and when all else failed, to put my trust in my Heavenly Father, my mom and dad. They lived a life full of overcoming obstacles and bouncing back after being down and out. Seems like only yesterday when Daddy held my hand And told me of the things I need to know All the things that would be good for me when I'd grown into a man That time when Daddy was there for me so many years ago Oh Daddy, where are you now? How I wish you hadn't gone how I wish I hadn't waited Till now to write this song Oh daddy where are you now If you hear me I'd be glad Cause all I want to say is I'm thankful you're my dad He suffered so very much The last years that he lived So he could stick around a while And smile each time he'd give He gave his love so freely to the ones he called his own How I hope that Daddy's happy now that God has called him home Oh Daddy, where are you now? How I wish you hadn't gone How I wish I hadn't waited till now to write this song Oh Daddy, where are you now? If you hear me, I'd be glad Cause all I want to say is I'm thankful you're my dad The good times lasted for so long And daddy helped me see And understand the right from wrong And who I was to be He always said I love you son And I've always tried to be The kind of son that daddy wanted I hope he's proud of me Oh, Daddy, where are you now? How I wish you hadn't gone How I wish I hadn't waited Till now to write this song Oh, Daddy, where are you now? If you hear me, I'd be glad Cause all I want to say is I'm thankful you're my dad I know that there's a Father in Heaven Watching over me And helps me get to where I'm heading His son will set me free And as he takes me by the hand And leads me through this life I'll always think of what he did And his loving sacrifice Oh 
Father, I come to you each day. Please help me through my trials. I ask you as I humbly pray to turn my tears to smiles. And Daddy, here in this life, you taught me how to pray to a Father there in heaven who loves me every day. Oh, Daddy, where are you now? If you hear me, I'd be glad. Cause all I want to say is I'm thankful you're my dad. All I want to say is I'm thankful you're my dad. I can't leave out my mother. What a gracious, loving, and kind woman. I'll tell you more about her and Dad a a little later in this podcast. I can't wait to tell you some of their story. Every time I get down, I try to take my mind back to them and their sacrifice they made to help me and those around them better people. Mother, thank you for the love you gave to me. Mother, thank you for the smiles you gave so free. You never complain. May God bless your name. And as I go through life, I'll always say, Mother, thank you, Mother, thank you for your love. Mother, thank you, Mother, may God bless you from above. I will always love you, and I will always be worthy to be with you. Through all eternity Mother, thank you for the sacrifices made Mother, thank you for the love to me you gave With you by my side, my life you will guide the gospel plan you'll teach me every day. Mother, thank you, Mother. Thank you for your love. Mother, thank you, Mother. May God bless you from above. I will always love you and I will always be worthy to be with you through all eternity. Mother, thank you, Mother. Thank you for your love. Mother, thank you, Mother. May God bless you from above. I will always love you and I will always be worthy to be with you through all eternity.
My mom and dad spent most of my childhood in wheelchairs. I never knew my dad when he didn't have to use a wheelchair to get around. Mom became a paraplegic when I was 13 and never was able to walk again. My parents were both physically challenged. They struggled each hour of each day to do what they could to live as near normal lives as possible. But it wasn't normal. It wasn't even close to normal. It was hard for me as a young child and then as a teenager. I couldn't understand why my parents couldn't walk. They did their best to see that I was able to do things that other kids my age were doing, but they still couldn't walk. I prayed every day that they would be able to someday. I cried every day when I saw them struggling to to even get a bath or a shower. Going to the bathroom was another story. Getting in and out of bed was a major ordeal every night and every morning. I did my best to help them, and I tried not to complain. I didn't want them to know the hurt and the sadness I felt each and every hour of every day. So I prayed. I had been taught that prayer could cause miracles. I needed one, but it didn't come. They never walked or got around without the help from their chairs or the help of someone who could lift them and move them from one place to another. For the most part, I was the one to be the helper. Why weren't my prayers answered? What was I doing wrong? Why was my life so different than my friends at school? My heart felt like it was bursting every day. My eyes would fill with tears when I was alone. I tried to be brave when I was around them and and would do what I could to make them smile, but on the inside, I was torn up. Music became my salvation. The piano and the French horn and singing, that could make me stop thinking about my unfortunate situation. Music made my troubles disappear, at least until nighttime when I tried to sleep and the tears reappeared. I'm painting a pretty bleak picture, but it was just that. It was pretty bleak. That's the way it was. Every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month. My older siblings were married and would come when they could and help out, but they had families of their own and jobs and other obligations. They did all they could to ease my load. I, I will always be grateful for their help and comfort when they were able to be there. I always looked forward to seeing them drive up with my nieces and nephews, ready to take my mind off the everyday stress I was experiencing. I decided on my 16th birthday that I was too old to be crying every day. It wasn't doing anything for me but making me more stressed, and I, more stressed than I already was. I vowed from that day forward I would not cry again, and I didn't, at least not for a long, long time. As the years continued and I graduated from high school, I needed to start thinking about my future. I got a full-ride scholarship to Snow College for my ability to play the French horn. I loved it. I knew music would be my future. So my brothers and sister figured out a way that they could help out during the week, and then I would be home on as many weekends as possible. Members of our LDS ward were good to help me out, too. They made a schedule through the Relief Society to make sure someone was checking up on Mom and Dad 
on the days that no one else could be there from the family. Mom and Dad were getting better at taking care of themselves with ramps and cupboards that had been lowered, hoists in the bedroom and bathroom, long tongs to pick up things that had been dropped, wider doors, a sliding board, and many other contraptions that my dad had built and that I had helped him with. After my freshman year at Snow College, I received a mission call from our Heavenly Father to serve in the Argentina North Mission of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'd be gone for two years, and there would need to be adjustments again to take care of Mom and Dad. I knew that God would provide a way. I just had to have the faith that things would be all right. turned out that those two years of absence from my parents got me weaned as others stepped up and took over. About five or six weeks before I left on my mission, I met Brenda Rose Higgins, and after I returned from Argentina, I started dating her while attending Snow College once again. I would be back on weekends just like two years before, but this time I spent a lot of time with my sweetheart from Marysville. We were married about a year after I returned home. I was happy, and my siblings and Brenda and I took turns spending time with Mom and Dad, but I never forgot about those years as a teenager, the years of daily prayers asking for the miracle, which never came. I struggled. I struggled to try to figure out why I had been denied my request for my parents to be able to walk. Why did they have to go through what they went through? Why did I have to go through what I went through? I could find no answer that gave me any comfort. I finally just decided that I would have to be patient, and maybe someday I would be given an answer to the question, Why? has been full, full of countless dreams, dreams full of yearning and endless schemes, ups and downs and in-betweens, problems come so unforeseen, changes come into my life. Will I tell my dreams goodbye, or will my yearnings just stand by? I can't let this be, it's all a part of me. What I need is a miracle, just a basic miracle, nothing more than a miracle. Nothing make believe What I need is a miracle Not a marvelous spectacle Just a quiet miracle That is what I need Miracles happen every day Miracles happen when you pray what I need is a miracle That is what I need Mom and Dad passed away in the early 1980s. By then, Brenda and I had started our little family and had three boys. 
Our fourth boy, Kendall, was born after his grandma and grandpa Alan had died, so only half of our children got to know their grandparents to any degree. Eric was too little to remember much about them. Dad passed away in May of 1981 and was able to help give Eric his name and blessing before then. Mom died in January of 1983, giving our three boys a little more time to get to know her. And now it's been over 37 years since I last spoke to my mother and kissed her cheek. Over 39 years since I gave my dad a hug and said I loved him. I've had a fantastic life. Six kids, 27 grandkids, one great-granddaughter. During all those years, I still have not understood fully why things were like they were. I've thought many times that Mom and Dad went through what they did to be an example to all of their posterity, a way to tell their kids and grandkids and great-grandkids that they made it through rough times, and so can they. Rough times are part of life. We all have to find a way to deal with them. There have been many of their descendants who have, are now, or will in the future suffer many trials and tribulations. Look to Jesse and Ruby for strength. Remember what they went through to live their lives as an example for you to follow. Stay strong like they did and never give up. They made it. So can you. <laughs> 